Blog Talk Radio. Monday, you are tuned in to another episode of Music Mondays right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. Y'all like that? Y'all see how I mellowed out? Because I had to take the word excited out. So I had to mellow all the way down just so I didn't say excited. Ah, that sucks. Like I should do a do-over because I felt like my energy just kind of, ah, when you don't say excited, you know? You know what? Forget that. Yo! I'm so excited. You are tuning into another episode of Music Mondays right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. You see? You check out energy? Yes. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Yeah. You know what? I live for Mondays now. I used to live for Tuesdays, but I live for Mondays now. I get to grace you with my presence. Yes. Yes. What did I do this weekend? I didn't do shit. Like I laid in bed like all weekend with like four bottles of wine. That's what I did all weekend. That was just Saturday. Yeah, it was one of those weekends. Yeah, you know. Cool. Yeah, anywho. Uh, yesterday, Sunday, was the Oscars, or what you might call them. Like, let me get politically correct. The 92nd Academy Awards. We know them as the Oscars. Yes. Let me give you the winner's list. I ain't really thrilled about them at all. Like, I had to go do my research. Like, the, the list came to me, and I was like, what is this? Like, I don't even know none of, I don't, I don't know any of these people, like, really. Like, was there no black people this year? Like, I don't know people of color. Sorry. No people of color. I don't know any of these people on this list, really. But I'm sure you guys do, and that's what I'm here for, to give you the winners. Well, some of them. Best picture. We're going to group this together. I can make this really short. Best picture, best foreign language film, and best original screenplay went to Parasite. I have no idea what that is, but congratulations. Best actor went to Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Y'all saw that, right? Yo, he he played the hell out of Joker. Like, that was the best Joker. Y'all saw that movie, right? Like, I would tell, go see it. If you didn't see it, go see it. That was the best Joker. You know, there was a lot of a lot of feedback behind, you know, Joker, um, this Joker. You know, a lot of people that deal with, and, and I being one of them, but I, I was determined to go see it. You know, people who deal with anxiety and depression and, and mental illness, you know, um, there was a lot of flack behind that. But go see it. All right. Congratulations. Best Supporting Actor, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that either. Best Actress, Renee Zellweger for Judy. Don't know Judy, but in that same category, nominated Cynthia Arrival. Is that how you say her last name? Arrival? Arrival? Y'all know who I'm talking about. For Harriet. She was nominated. So congratulations, sir, for that nomination. Supporting actress, Laura Dern for Marriage Stray. Um, original music score, Joker. But also in that category, Cynthia Arrivo, again, for Harriet. She was nominated for the song Stand Up. Best animated feature, Toy Story 4. Man, I go back to Toy Story, like, for ages. I, I slept all the way through Toy Story 4, though. I mean, all the way through. Like, I saw the opening credits. And the ending credits. Yeah, it's that good. Um, <laughs> visual effects and sound mixing went to 1917. I don't know much about that. This one here probably was the best for us right here. Best animated short film went to Hair Love. That was Matthew A. Terry and Karen Rupert Tolliver. 
And congratulations to Karen Tolliver. She's the first black woman to win a short film uh, animation. So congratulations to her. Best original song went to I'm Gonna Love Me Again. That was Elton John and Bernie Taupin. I don't know what movie that came from because every time I would ask, yo, where y'all get this info from? Nobody could tell me. And I looked for it myself and I couldn't find it. Not that I was really searching, but I wanted to bring that in because um, in 2003, Eminem won Best Original Song. All right? He did not attend the ceremony in 2003. Um, he won the song. The song was featured in 8 Miles. Y'all remember 8 Miles? No? You must be young if you don't remember 8 Miles. I so the song was featured in 8 Mile. Uh, last night, he performed Lose Yourself, which was the song that won. And he did that as part of a tribute to past original best, or past, let's see, past best original song winners. There we go. Footage of that film played behind the rapper as he blazed through the song. Um, and 18 years ago, you know, he couldn't be there for that, um, that, uh, awards show but he showed up last night and he he made a statement thanks for having me academy sorry it took 18 years to get here <laughs> only eminem only eminem new music it is new music monday right i got a lot of singles a lot and i can only say i've listened to one two two yes i so I don't want to give them all to you because, you know, we have a show tomorrow as well. But I want to give you a few. And, and something else that I want to I, – we're going to start around here. Um, seeing that it's, you know, you people who celebrate Valentine's Day, i got some information for you. I want to very quickly give that to you as well. New single, Her. Comfortable. Y'all like her? I like her now that I can see her eyes. You know, she still got the shades on, but I, I like her that I can see her eyes. So that's comfortable. Um, Joanna Lucas has Revenge. Uh, Justin Bieber featuring Quavo with Intentions. I like that. I like that. Now, you already know he had Yummy, right? Justin Bieber had Yummy. Well, now there's the Summer Walker remix featuring, of course, Summer Walker. That's Yummy. Haven't heard that. But I like Summer Walker. So, And I like Yummy. You know, I always have to battle my daughter when that song comes on because she's like, that song is garbage. And, you know, he, he changed his life around, right? Before he got married, he was all, you know, Christianified and everything. And so, and then you hear the lyrics of Yummy, you know, I mean, he's married. He could talk like that, right? But, but I was just saying, he was, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's okay. All right. <laughs> um, let's see. We'll save the other one for tomorrow. Album, Green Day. Y'all listen to Green Day? You know me neither? All right. So, Father of All, that's Green Day. Movies. Oh, my gosh. Movies. Movies, Last Friday, Birds of Prey, that's the, the Harley Quinn movie. Y'all see that? Me neither, but I want to see it. I couldn't get out of bed, but I want to see that. So go see that. Go see that, right? But this Friday, this is funny. This is funny. All right. So for you guys who are all romantic or whatever, right, I, I recommend you go see the photograph, okay? That's with Keith Stanfield from Atlanta and Issa Rae. For those of you like me who ain't booed up with – who got multiple booths, you know what I'm saying? All right, but I ain't really booed up. Go see um, Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. Remember back in the day, if you're old as me, remember back in the day, Fantasy Island, and you had Tattoo, the little the little midget, right? And I don't remember the tall guy's name, but they, they put the people on the boat, and they went to Ornest Island, and they lived their fantasy, right? And then they came back, and everything was all peachy or whatever. No. This Fantasy Island is the complete difference. Like, I mean, the complete opposite. There's like murder is is horror. Like I saw the previews a couple of weeks ago and I was like, Oh, yes, and I thought my kids were gonna go with me and they sitting over there and they feet like trembling and shit and I'm like, Wow. Okay, so I ain't got nobody to go with. So um if you ain't got nobody, you're not booed up, I recommend you and your girls or you and your boys, y'all go see Fantasy Island. If you booed up, go see the photograph. And if you got kids, your family oriented or whatever Go see Sonic the Hedgehog, all right? All of that kicking off on Friday the 14th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Valentine's Day. Hooters, you single? You want some chicken? Go take a picture of your ex, and they'll give you like a 10-piece 
chicken wings. Six, no, what they call it? Boneless, boneless chickens. There we go. Boneless chicken from Hooters. If you take a picture of your ex, they'll shred it and they'll give you the chicken. All right. Burger King in New York City, Boston, San Francisco, and um, hell, there's one more. Mm, one more place. If they're doing free whoppers, the same thing. Take a picture of your ex, they'll give you the whopper. All right. Um, wine Insiders. I right, they're doing a will you accept this rosé pack that will land you six rosés for $87. Can't beat it. Okay, you take 30, 30% off of that, 30% off of that with the code Valentine 30 Look at me plugging them. This goes on until February 15th. All right, that's Wine Insiders. All right, y'all better check that out. You know how I'm about this wine. <laughs> all right, that's all I got for you until, of course, tomorrow. I just want to know something really quickly. Who who laid out this format for me to read this bio for my, my um, guest tonight? Y'all got me thinking like I'm a remedial in here tonight. Nothing, and I'm not knocking anybody who has to read stuff like this, but I wish my listening audience could really see this. I'm going to really try to get through this this bio tonight because y'all got me looking like I'm special and slow in here tonight. I can't read this bio for real. Like somebody put mm-hmm. after this bio. <laughs> All right, and it's, it's Elegant, this is so elegant. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Bear with me. There is a hip hop heat wave flowing in the competitive streets of Atlanta, Georgia. It is a musical weathered movement formed by an upcoming hip hop and R&B artist by the name of Ju Major. Ju is looking to cause a lot of commotion in the music industry. Heavily influenced by music since the age of five, some of his inspirations come from major hip hop and R&B artists such as Notorious B.I.G. Lauren Hill, Lil Wayne, Outkast, Kanye West, Hidden Place, Usher, Michael Jackson, and The Temptations. With such a clairvoyance for music, he decided to teach himself how to produce, looking to expand his creative touch and ability to work with even more artists behind the scenes. Drew has shared the stage with artists such as Kay Michelle, Pretty Ricky, GS Boys, Soldier Boy, Mario. Omarion, B. Hemp, Genuine, Lloyd, Ace Hood, and many, many more. With such a strong unit behind him, consisting of family and friends who all believe in him, he's determined to be his family's success story. With everything he's capable of, from writing, producing, choreographing, singing and rapping, and engineering, he carries much pride in his ability to adapt and work with any artist from any genre of music. His mission, to expose his talents to the world and work with any or as many artists as possible in the process. Learn the business, all while becoming the most electrifying act in entertainment.
would cost ya Wearing ice, girl, your body worth a fortune The mother guys, they ain't never do that for ya Celebrate, hey. baby, is you with it? Now that you're here in my life, let's celebrate hey. It's a life worth living Now that I'm here in your life, let's celebrate hey. Baby, is you with it? Indify a listening audience, I present to you this evening my very special guest, R&B, hip-hop artist, entertainer, singer, songwriter, producer, he do it all, Drew Major. <laughs> What's up, my uh, dude? How you doing? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> yeah? How you doing tonight? I, I got no complaints. I'm about to do it myself. I got no complaints, none whatsoever. You know what? My people good with the applause. Like they weren't good earlier this year. Like they kept messing up, but they're good <laughs> on the applause now. They good. They good. They good. They got one job. Other up. than this bio, like this bio, I swear I wish you could see this bio. It looks like you know how you teach a kid to read in the very beginning the words the words be like two miles apart? That's how this bio looks this evening. So my my eyes, you know, I'm trying to read, and, yeah, I'm scrolling up, like, you know, trying to keep up because the bio is horrible. But nonetheless, I appreciate you guys, you know, I appreciate you guys nonetheless. Yo, I want to jump right in this interview because I have so many questions to ask. You know what? First of all, because I I forget to do this. I do it beforehand, but I forget to do it publicly, you know what I'm saying? I forget to acknowledge my guests and say thank you so much for being here with me this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you're here giving so freely of yourself, your time, sharing with yourself, uh, with me and my listening audience. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. It's it's an honor being on this show. Oh, I I feel honored. I feel honored. And thank you also to Double O, because that's our connection. That's our connection right there, Double O. He has spoken highly of you. I met him earlier, earlier 2019. I met him, and he... You know what? Okay. I I think I I think this is him right here. I'm trying to remember numbers. You know, I I think this is him right here. I'm gonna let him ride. I'm gonna let him sit back for just a moment. But I think this is him right here. But I met him earlier last year, and I know that you produced um or worked with him. You know, on several of you know his tracks, and he has spoken so highly yeah. of you from day one. And I talked to him. I know it's very last minute. I was trying to fill a spot, and I was like, "Hey, let me get your boy on the show." And he was like, "Who?" Um, he named somebody else, and I was like, "No, no, no, not him." 
he named somebody else. And I was like, no, 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 no. The one you've been talking about, like, since day one, you know what I mean? And he was like, oh, oh, Drew Mason. I was like, yes, yes. Let me get the boy in the show. And he was like, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Say less. I got you. So I'm glad that we were able to get you on the show. I know it was very short notice. But, like, you know, like, artists who take no this, this, this industry seriously, you know, you were ready. You stepped up to the game. You sent all your information and immediately, you know what, and here you are. So I want to know, and I know this is a question that I normally ask like, later on in the show, but reading your bio and seeing the names that yeah. you dropped in your bio that you've worked with, um, what has been the most humbling experience for you as um, a creative in this whole industry, what has been the most humbling experience for you? Uh, just actually being in the studio with other creative people, it it really gives you this mindset that you got to come with it every time you decide to do anything, and especially music. Like everybody does music, even if they're not doing it uh, on a professional level or they're not seriously doing it. Some of them just do it as a hobby. There are a lot of talented people. So just being in the studio or just sharing the stage with some of these people and you see what they can bring, and it just has you sitting back like, yo, I, I can't let up. I have to keep pushing hard. I have to stay going hard at all times. Yes, yes, I feel you on that. Now, I know that you you are a producer, um, but I also know that you're a singer, you're a songwriter, you know, um, you're a choreographer. So what do you prefer more? What do you like more, being in the studio or being on that stage? Uh, that's, that's a real tough question because they both bring out a different side of me, and I love both of, both of them equally. It's like when I'm, I love working with other artists just as much as I love being on the stage. I really can't put one above the other because they both bring a different adrenaline to me. Yeah. I know that was going to be a tough question for you to answer. Um, I want to back up now. Like we had to, we had to, we had to um, eliminate the juicier part, I'll say, of your bio due to character restrictions. So I want to back up to um, not not the very beginning, but the beginning. All right. So I know your bio that we did list um, since that you know says that you've been heavily influenced by music since the age of five. Do you come from a musical background? Right. Um, or was it something that, you know, just, just one day you might have been sitting in church and you felt like this beat, and all of a sudden you felt like this is something that I want to run with. I want to, you know, I, I enjoy how music makes me feel, and I just want to run with it. Or, you know, have you always just you've been um, circled or encompassed by music all your life because of, you know, familial ties and you just decided to stick with music? You know, where did this love for music come from? Uh <laughs> It, it, it came from the ladies, I would say, because um, I started out with choreography and seeing how the ladies really love seeing how a guy can move. Like, I've seen the ladies just fall in love with that, and I'm like, yo, I really like <laughs> when ladies pay attention to me. So I, I'm going to start getting into doing what the ladies do. And, you know, I ran across a couple guys that, they actually uh, did the same thing. They were in the choreography, so we ended up forming a group. And once you are placed in the facility with other people who are like-minded, it just sparks this light bulb in your hand. It makes you want to go further with whatever you're doing. And that's exactly what happened. You know, we, we started this group, and we seen how the ladies were – you catch more attention when there's more than one of them. Because now the ladies right. don't know who to look at. Right. And so <laughs> once that happened, you know, at the at the age of what we were, um, it's like everybody around me all of a sudden wanted to rap. And I was like, well, I guess I should learn to rap. I think the ladies like people that rap. So I guess I'll dance and rap. So, I mean, that's kind of how it all began. That was one thing that I read in the bio that kind of took me um, 
it, it was shocking to me. Like everything else, I I thought I knew about you because I stalked people's pages, you know, to learn more about them. But I didn't know that you danced, and I became more intrigued. I was like, wow. So he's a dancer. Let me look at him in a different light. All right, so I can see that. I can see. All right, he danced. Okay, I see. You know, because nowadays when you think of hip hop artists, you know what I'm saying. They got a little, you know, little two step or whatever that they do, but they don't really, they don't really dance. Not the males, you know what I'm saying? They don't really dance. Oh, the no, R and B singers, yes. The R and B singers, yes. But the the hip hop, you know what I'm saying? They 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 too worrying about, you know, um, their ego. You know, their swag got to be right. Um, they're not really worrying about. Yeah. They attract women in another way, you know. Um, and I think yeah. of yeah. artists back, hip hop artists in my era. Cause I'm old now, so hip hop artists in my era, like Heavy D. I think about Heavy D and how he used to wreck the stage. You know what I'm saying? Heavy D and the boys. Who I think yeah. about, um, how they used to wreck the stage, um, back in the day. And the, what I thought when I saw, oh, oh, he a hip hop artist and he be dancing too. Wonder how he be dancing. That crazy shit was going through my head. Like, wonder how he be dancing. Like for real. <laughs> like I had a whole conversation at my desk reading your bio. Like. Damn, wonder what he be doing. Like, and he I, do I get it in. Like, I wonder what he be doing. <laughs> oh, you get it in? Yeah, I'm going to have to see you. I get it <laughs> in. That's what's up, though. It's good to be, it's good to be versatile, though. It's very good to be um, versatile. Okay. Let's talk about the song that we played in the beginning, Celebrate. Okay. And I know that we, you didn't mention anyone else featured on that track, but I know I heard somebody else. Or was that you? Is that you in the entire right, track? that was somebody else. Okay. Yeah, that, that was somebody else. Yeah. That was a, uh, so let's another talk artist. About that, a bit. Yeah, that was another artist I was working with. Um, a, a, a shy guy that I was I was trying to coach him, you know, and mold him and help bring out the star that was already in him. Um, after I heard his voice, I was telling him that, you know, I had so many ideas as soon as I heard him sing. And so what we did was he was like, I want to do music. And I was like, okay, so let's put it to the test. We went to the studio. I pulled up a track. Uh, that track was actually produced by a guy named Coach Black. Uh, we sat down, and I was like, you know, let's see what you got. So he sat down, and he hummed a melody. And I was like, yo, with your voice, that melody is hot, and you just gave this track a new life, a, a totally different vibe than what I originally had for it. So we sat down, finished writing the track. I wrote my verse, and I was like, hey, I want you to do the second verse. And he was like, oh, you, you, you want me to get a verse too? I was like, yeah, this, this is me trying to help <laughs> you shine. Like, right. Let me help you shine, and trust me, it's going to work. So that's exactly what we did. I mean, that's what I do a lot. I don't, I don't want to just – to get in the studio and produce a track, write my verse, and just hand it off. I want to actually be there to uh, execute every single moment. You know, I want to be the producer and the executive at the same time. Like, whatever you need, whatever needs to be done to the track, I'm right there to help you too. And that's exactly what we did with that one. So the, the bulk of the guests that I have on the show are – are artists who work with, you know, a producer. Um, mm-hmm. Very, it's not very often that I have the producer on the show who works with the artist. <laughs> so take me through, you know, a studio session for you. Now I know what it's like because I sit in on, you know, sessions with my artists. But take me through a session, you know, for someone. I right, say me and you, we about to go in the studio because I can lay down some shit, all right? <laughs> you know, okay. I think a little bit. We about to go in the studio. We about to go in the studio, all right? But I've never worked with you before. Right. So um, what's my experience going to be like with you? I was going to be us figuring each other out. Uh, when we first get in there, <laughs> I want to have a conversation with you. I got, I have to see where your head is at first. Before we even move forward, I have to see what you want, how you see yourself, um, and then if you have any previous music, I definitely want to check that out. And just listening to you talk 
the things you say and from the music that you've previously done, if you have some, I'm going to, in my mind, figure out what type of sound I hear for you that's different from what you're already doing. So that's the good thing about coming to me. When you come to me, I don't want you to come to me thinking you're going to do what you've already been doing. Unless it's like really hot and we need to add mm-hmm. on to the mm-hmm. flames and cool. But mm-hmm. I want to bring out a different side of you. And a lot of artists that I end up um, working with, there's a totally different side to them that they don't know about. So that's my key to try to bring out that side of you you don't know about. And because I rap, I sing, and I dance and produce, like I'm heavily musically inclined, there's, there's no end to what I could bring out, to what I could do to a track. Hmm. Now, I know the average person would think that's amazing. That's what I want. I want somebody to do that for me because the average person or the average artist always wants to better themselves. They want to see growth. They want Mm -hmm. to see that potential within themselves. But then every now and again, I know you got to run up on some knuckleheads to think, you know, when they step in there, no, I've always done things this way. And this is how I expect to continue to do things, you know, with my career. What happens when you run up on people like that? Oh, well, you know, it's it's definitely all about the artist at the end of the day. You know, as a producer, um, as my own person, I'm going to have my own idea about whatever I run across. So I definitely want the other person that I'm working with to see and hear my idea. But if you're stuck on whatever it is that you want to do, that's no problem. We definitely are still going to bring the best out of, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. And I work with a lot of people like that as well. And it's it's amazing how even when I stick to what they're used to, there's still a way for me to throw my flavor in there. Even if it's, it's not something that you would hear, you wouldn't always hear their song or their track and you just instantly hear me. But anybody that knows me, you can tell that, okay, they must have gone to major because this little thing they're doing right here isn't something they would normally do. Though the whole thing, the whole song, the, the song in itself, it sounds like them, but there are going to be parts in there that's not them. With that being said, what's what's so unique about you that's gonna that sets you apart from others? Well, I mean, I know everybody has their own, you know, unique um, or style. Um, but but in in being able to listen and say, hold up, that's major right there. What is it that sets you apart from everybody else? Uh, when we're talking about me. Uh, major the artist, it's definitely my detail to lyrics and the way that I organize my songs. Uh, I really like to tell stories. I'm into storytelling, and I love metaphors. Um, I love metaphors because it helps draw a picture for a lot of people. You know, you mm-hmm. give them something that they're familiar with and then something they may not be familiar with and you compare the two, and now they're like, oh, okay, I get it. So I love metaphors. I love lyrics. Um, I love saying things. You know, uh, actually, a woman uh, said this to me a long time ago. Uh, she listened to a, a song that I did, and she was like, I've never heard somebody talk about being intimate the way you talked about it. And that makes mm-hmm. me want to listen to your music. And when she said that, I never really thought about it like that. You know, I just was trying to say something, you know, with how it came to my mind. And when she said that, I was like, you know what? I got to make sure I do that on purpose now. So when you listen to me, if I say something about um, kissing a woman or laying down with her, I'm not going to just say it plainly like that. Now I have to find a new way of saying it. You know? <laughs> I, I, it's, that's one of the biggest things about me when it comes to, you know, me as an artist, uh, me as a producer, there, there are not many producers and songwriters 
who can get in the studio and work with anybody. Um, I I don't care if you're doing rap. I don't care if you're doing country, pop. When you come in the studio, I'm going to show you how versatile I really am. And because I dance, I feel like with, especially with pop, R&B artists, any type of music that somebody is doing that can make you dance, I can help paint that picture through whatever you're doing. Um, not just the lyrics that you may already have if you already written something, but the way I'm going to coach you on your delivery, on your delivery, I can really help you out because as a dancer, I can see certain people dancing to certain things that you may say. Or, if, you know, if you're on the stage, I may see you being able to do like a little gyrate move with, you know, whatever words you're saying. And this is the type of pictures, pictures that I paint when I'm in the studio, when I'm standing back saying, hey, no, no, say it like this, because I can see mm-hmm. you right now on stage, you know what I'm saying, you drop to your knees and you start grinding, and then you get back up and the ladies don't love it. Or, you know, right here, you're a female, right when you get to this part, sing it and put some emphasis on it because right there, once you go to the edge of the stage, I want you to look at that guy that's been staring at you the whole time in his eyes and then walk off. Like, this is how you have to see your music as you're writing it. A lot of times people don't see that. And it's that confidence mm. that you have when you're recording your music that helps bring everything out of it that you want with the people when they hear it. Especially when you're doing your show. Mm. All right, guys. Hope you were listening because you just dropped some gems right there. For real. Uh, because I've watched a lot of artists, especially um, I have a friend, shout out to you, Callie Class, um, who was, you know, preparing for um, Super Bowl performance or, you know, party weekend. And I, I watched her and her dances as they were, you know, practicing. And <laughs> it was funny because, you know, as either she was, you know, with the mic in the hand and the dances, and it was the worst choreography I've ever seen, but it was good, you know, it was good, but it was, but I'm just saying because I, you always watch like a finished product, you know what I'm saying, you, and you see little clips of people doing their thing or whatever, but when she opened up and, and let you watch like their whole practice and from from day one day two and you know you watch them get better or whatever but you really don't know all that goes on um with with the artist and uh and and what he just said that guy that's been looking at you for the females that guy that's been looking at you you know how you got to get to the edge of the stage and make the eye contact and you know make sure that it goes with with the music and what you just sung you know what i'm saying because you don't want to be saying i rode the horse Okay, well, you could be looking at him when you said I rode the horse. I scooped the jello when you're looking at him, and you know what I'm saying? You got to make sure that you're making eye contact at the right time. And so, But he's the right person to be able to, you know, because he is a choreographer, he's the right person to be able to link all of that together um, as, you know, being yeah. a producer and a choreographer, he's, he's the right, and a songwriter to link all of that together. So, guys, he, he just dropped some gems for you, you know, so I hope you grasped all of that. But on the personal side, you know, you talked about the young lady who, who made that comment to you. When you write on a personal level, um, do you write from places that, you know, um, a lot of people, and I know Billie Eilish made this, this outlandish comment about, you know, um, she felt that rap artists, they lie in their lyrics because the, the few black friends that she knew, you know, a lot of them didn't own guns and they weren't walking around shooting up people and I'm paraphrasing. They weren't walking around shooting up people and, yeah. you know, they weren't, you know, using drugs or whatever. Those are the few blacks that she knew. And I felt like, you know, her statement was it didn't speak um, for everyone in the rap game, you know, and everyone isn't lying. Right. Everyone isn't making up stories. A lot of people are living, they're writing what they live, you know, they're writing what they know. Um, they are a product yeah. of their environment and so they write what they know. But when you write, um, and I'm talking about that 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 lyric that the lady brought up. When you write from places like that, are you speaking of experience? Or are you speaking of, you know, um, I've seen this, um, I've witnessed it through somebody else, or, or because I'm, yeah, I'm I'm trying to bridge a gap into looking for love. But are you are you writing from experience, or are you talking about, you know, things that you've seen other people go through, 
or, you know, what place do you write from? I write from the place that deals with my experiences. Uh, I'm I'm writing off my experiences. Even there's a lot of things that I've been through, uh, and I'll, I'll say as in some things that I feel emotionally or just something that alter my feelings. There are things that happened to me that really didn't affect me at the age that it happened. But when I look back on it, I realize that there are a lot of people who went through some of these things and how it really messed them up or it drove them crazy or it had them acting wild. And I'm like, yo, this, that happened to me, but I just didn't turn out like that. You know, I didn't go left. Mm-hmm. I, I kept my sanity. I stayed complete. And what I do with my music is, especially if I'm writing an intimate song, something about sex, oh, those are definitely all about experience. I don't, I wouldn't know how to write it any other way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know how to write it any, any other way for me. Now, if I'm writing for somebody else, I, I mean, it's still going to be about me. I just, I don't know what I'm saying is they have witnessed it, but you know, when the lady said it, it sounds good. So, Hey, people are going to roll with it. <laughs> but, um, right. Sometimes I'll take something that I've seen and I may add on to it, exaggerate it a little bit. Like, let's say I have a girlfriend and she cheated on me. I may add that, you know, I'm angry and I'm enraged. I probably never got to that part. But, you know, I definitely was cheated on. And sometimes I tap into other people's feelings. Because when it comes to music, not everybody really cares about what you personally went through. Some people want to hear something that they can relate to. So if I'm writing a song for me, if it's not something that I experienced, I'm not going to say, hey, he cheated on me and this is what I did next. And I really didn't do that. I'm not going to paint that thing. Now, we'll say this is what could happen. Or, you know, Man. I'll paint it that way, but I'm I'm not the person that's going to say I'm out here shooting up people and I, I haven't shot anybody. Right? Now, that I don't want to do. Now, I will say I do understand why the people do it because mm-hmm. people like to buy their music. So if you're getting into the music business and this business tends to have a high sale on music, that's talking about guns and violence. I mean, I don't see, I see why people are tapping in to sell their energy. Now, okay. if they're being a fraud, that's just something that they got to deal with on their personal end, you know, people find <laughs> out. But <laughs> I can see why, you know. So looking for love, is it about what it sounds like? It is about what it sounds like. Um, to give you a, a brief summary on it, it was actually finding love and me writing about, well, maybe a version of love, if that's even a thing. Finding a version of love and in a song talking about how I'm trying to better the situation because I'm looking for love and I feel like I've found it. I just haven't actually put my hands on it because there are certain things in the way. Ah. You want to go ahead and introduce your track? Oh, oh, yes. Uh Coming to you right now. This is Looking for Love, written and produced by Jumaica. Right here on Indie Fire.
It's your girl, Jana Blackwell, C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul, and you're on the air with the hottest independent station, Indie Fire, with your host, Nakia, giving you that heat right here on the station, bringing you all of the hottest hip-hop hits, Indie Fire. Thank you, Jana. That was our 2019 Best R&B something. What the hell did she win? Damn, Jana. Uh, let me see. Best R&B female song winner. There we go. Dana Blackwell. C-Town <laughs> Records, Mistress of Soul. Yes. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and our very special guest, R&B, hip-hop artist, producer, engineer, um, entertainer, um, choreographer, um, um, what else you do? What else you do? He probably write books, too. You need to write a book. You write books? You wrote a book I like, yet? I write poems. I, I said I was going to write a poem. book. Uh, yeah, you need yeah. to. You need to. Yes, all your your um your metaphors and everything. You need to put all of that in a book. Yeah, and I can see you on the cover, like oh, yeah. some funky Michael Jackson move or whatever. Speaking of Michael Jackson move, like when I heard the music <laughs> drop, I was like, oh, shit, Mike. Yeah, I had to text my daughter really quick, like, I hope you're listening to the show because it's going to be your favorite song right here. You got to listen to this. All right, but I want to get the caller on really quick. I mean, we have several callers, but I know this number right here. So I want to get this guy on really, really quick. What's up, Double O? What's happening in the fire? What's going on? <laughs> How you been? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You got a great show. I'm loving what I'm hearing tonight. Yo, Jumeza, you know this dude? Yeah, I think I do. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my guy right there, man. It's like yeah, Jews incredible. All love. All love. Yeah, Jews incredible. Double O, Double O. Double o. Let me that. introduce you to my guest this evening. This is Jew Major. Jew Major. This is Double O. He is our 2019 I- best collaboration winner. I don't know. Did you work with him on um Nightlife? Not on that particular song, not. but on the on the new on the new album, he's all over it. All right, all right, all right. So yes, this is our best collaboration winner right here, um, Double O. You know, you two might want to get. Oh, you said you already worked together. Never mind. I was gonna hook you up with him. 
right. So, did you have any uh, questions for our guest this evening? <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a question. Go ahead. I have a question for Mr. Jew Major. I Go want ahead. to know who is right. his dream artist to work with. Ooh, hell, he don't work for all of mine. Oh man, that's that's really a good question. Uh, to say one, I've had just so many. Um, uh, I will say, uh, pro- producers. As far as producers, I really want to get in the studio. Would love to get in the studio with Pharrell and the Neptune. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yes. That, I just feel like that would be so epic, and nothing but lessons will come out of that for me. Um, as far as artists, oh, uh, man. Because of my style that I, I really love, like, I love being laid back. Um, straight will be one just because of the versatility. And because of the singing and the ability to dance, Chris Brown would be another one. Mm. Um, as a female artist that I would love to get, I, I love Tiana Taylor. I, just, I like Ooh. her. I like mm. what she does. And I just feel like because not a lot of people, uh, I don't think a lot of people, not as many as there should be have tuned in to everything that she brings to the table. So I would just love to have my chance to put my hands on it and, you know, see what we can do in the studio together. Mm. Those are good names right there. I love the, I love the sounds of that. I love the sounds of that, man. I think that would be incredible, all yeah. those collaborations. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, I, I even have um, I have a lot of artists um, in Little Rock that I want to work with. Um, I know some. I personally know some very talented people that I haven't had a chance to, you know, put my hands on. Uh, B.J. Soul, this is an amazing R&B singer, man. I. His voice is so smooth. It takes you back um, into the times of the Temptations because a lot of those guys in that time, like, they were just natural singers. Like, they didn't have to try. There was no right, effort right. when they opened their mouth and sing. Yeah, uh, boys to men, like, when, when they when they were singing, like, they just, like, it was nothing. Uh, BJ Soul and there's a, another guy, he actually raps and he produces. He, and he Man, he's cold with the production. And his name is Bodie. And these are some people I just I really feel like I can make magic with. Uh, I've already I've already worked with one of the other artists and that's Dub. Me and him have already put an album in the bag. You already did our thing. So I yes, got sir. that one off the list. <laughs> My man. My man. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that album is doing amazing. I love the finally got the chance to listen to the entire album after yes. you know hearing Easy, um, and and hearing and watching and seeing all of the you know praise and the accolades, reading all of the praise and the accolades from everybody about the album. You know, I I had to go listen to the entire album, and I was floored. So I am, I am, um, I I'm just in awe you know, that I can be attached to such talented um, individuals and, and this amazing, you know, American artist. I'm sorry, this American rapper now. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, well, thank you, Eddie Thank you. Uh, you know, I feel like, a, you know, I'm big time and now, you know, I'm, I'm connected to such wonderful people. Um, but I, you I thank are, you, you so you much. You know you're big um, time. Oh, hell yeah, you know. Um, I love the connections um, that have been afforded to me through meeting so many different people, you know, just on the show. And so I wish both mm-hmm. of you much, much, much success. Um, so, Doug, you got you. any more um, questions, shout-outs, you know? 
know you want to shout out Kato. Well, I, I know want, you Oh, huge shout out to Kato. You know, uh, oh, uh, I want to make this announcement. We we dropping the, uh, the new video, right, uh, from the album. It's called Fight the Wind, and it's featuring Kato like crazy, like Kato all over the video. And uh, Ooh, I'm gonna drop that on uh, March. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna drop that March first because hey, you, you already know Kato. Kato, he got the ladies. So uh, <laughs> he um and he um. He um we're gonna drop it March first uh, in honor of uh, multiple sclerosis month and um, March first. I ain't let nobody know, but Indie Fire right now. So I already got the video. I'm just sitting on it waiting. Okay. On it. And um, I just can't wait. I just can't wait. Shout out to uh, CAC Visuals as well. Oh yeah. Why y'all ain't let me be in the video? Y'all be sleeping on you me. In the next one. You 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 in the next one. That's all I had to hear. That's all I had to hear. Yeah, me and Kat be in the next one. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for tuning in. Let me get back to this uh, interview with Do Major because I want to yes, jump man. into this last track with him. All right, stay on the line. All right. All right. All right, Do. So I want to jump into Superman um, very quickly. Okay. You want to talk about that? You know, Superman saves him. That sounds like some. Um, What's that? Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. That's some Soldier Boy music right here? Ooh, no. That ain't nothing like that. Oh, thank God. Uh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, this, this song here is, uh, <laughs> you know how you have your women out here who, uh, I mean, you have men as well, but this is, for me, this is this one is dedicated towards the women that, don't want to do nothing, or it ain't even about what they're doing to Like, just the fact that they're coming to you and they always asking for something. You know, always got uh-huh. their hand out. And it's, yeah, got I, you. I was going to do another one <laughs> to open it up and keep it broad, but yeah, this, this is basically what that's about. So it's like, uh, I, I'm not the Superman, really. It ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see straight to you lane, lane. Soon as I see the sign. 
Yeah, I'm excited to have him on the show with us. And then back here again on Saturday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time again for the anti-Valentine's Day show with our co-host, Susie Newton. So if you cannot make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. Make sure you follow me on the show on all social media at NDFire. Follow me, the girl in motion, on all social media at GRLN. M-O-T-I-O-N. Make sure you subscribe to the website. There we go at uh, IndieFireRadio.com. And we're trying to get the numbers up on YouTube. So go look us up on YouTube and subscribe. Until tomorrow, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much. And I'll be talking to you. Guys, have a good night. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.